perfect picture Pictures ain't my thing But I could put a story in your head And open up your eyes So listen close This one is for my brothers, sisters, cousins All humans alike Let's take a second to remind ourselves To keep you humble And if my brother should fall My sisters have a stumble Pick you back up Life's a Okay, so we're back with the Juby Take I'm Steve I'm Adam And with us today Zachary Juby. Hey guys, glad to be here. Okay, oh, yeah. and we are in Las Vegas, Nevada. Yes, no, absolutely, we are. Okay. Right away outside the strip. The it's strip a consensus is outside the window. It's a consensus. We're in Vegas, and we are here for Summer League, as we have talked about earlier in earlier podcasts. We are here. We are following the Blazers. Not our first time. No, we've been here th- three times before. Yes, us currently. Yeah, the three of us. Yes. Well, yes. All together. I've only been here twice before. You've, Zach's been here twice. Adam's been here three times. And actually, this is my fourth. I came across it when, of course, I was, by all accounts, up here working. In fact, I wasn't. But Aztec was paying me anyway. And I noticed that they had the NBA Summer League going on. And I thought, this would be awesome. So I showed up and watched some games and thought, you know what? This would be absolutely fantastic if i was here with my sons well i'm glad you did so a year or two later i'm not exactly sure what it was we showed up in 2008 and watched the summer league so how long how old were you zach in 2008 uh 2008 it's probably like either 16 or 17 probably in the summer 16 so yeah i think it was we could do the math but yeah the summer before my junior year probably okay we're gonna i'm gonna break in right here because we're gonna do a buzz level we are in vegas and this might explain some of the things that you might hear. So, Zach, where are you? Well, my buzz level is uh, is pretty high up there. I'd have to say I'm probably an eight, but um, I'm not drinking. Yeah, so. okay. Yeah. Well, enough said there. Adam? Um, I'm currently at a six. Okay, well, Adam's starting off a podcast at a six. This will be fun. Oh, yeah. This will be really fun. Usually end at a six. Yeah. And I'm at a five nine. So this is the highest I've started out as well. Easily. So that gives everybody an idea of where we are to start with. Okay, so the math may not be totally accurate and the recollections will be a little sketchy, but stay with us. Okay, so 2008, I brought the boys. They were both under 21 and we stayed on Fremont Street and we stayed at the uh, Golden Nugget. Yep, the Golden Nugget. Uh, an amazing place to stay if anyone is going to Vegas and looking for a fun place that isn't uh afraid to spend a couple extra dollars for it i mean it wasn't not super expensive it wasn't too expensive going in the past but it's not your cheapest option <laughs> i mean okay. the, fir- the first it wasn't because you guys didn't pay anything yeah it was i mean it was it actually was, it, it was incredibly affordable um by my recollection I it had, was it i had was. lots of lots of front pocket money to, to throw around but at the golden nugget they have a very special pool oh well see that's the reason i wanted to take you guys there because Trust me, if you take two teenage boys to Vegas, you want to be on Fremont Street because they can wander around and they better have something to do. And the pool at the Golden Nugget is amazing. Yeah, it was it was great. It has a giant shark tank in the middle of it. It's like four stories high. Yeah, it has a water slide that goes through it. There's a not only bar and poker down in the water um, or by the water, down below but also up top there's a secondary pool with another bar it's like an infinity pool going off the that side. was the second year yeah that we were up there the the picture you actually see 
uh, and if you go to our website and you go to the About Us page, there's a picture of us at that upstairs bar yep. at See the Golden the Nugget. Us. Mm-hmm. Now, the first year that I took them, to let everybody know, we're staying at Hooters this year. And it's really nice. Not bad. It really isn't bad for the price. I mean, it's pretty amazing. It's a couple hundred bucks for three nights. Yeah, that price is very, very cheap. So it's it, not good. It's not bad for very, very cheap. Exactly. Yes. And I can only imagine if I would have brought two teenagers to Hooters, they would have thought, okay, the girls orange tights, you know, all kind of, that's fine for about 15 minutes. And after that, oh, no good. I don't know, man. We probably would have just been like down on the floor for five to 10 minutes up in the hotel room for 25 and then a nap. And okay. then a nap. So, all right. All right. <laughs> so that took less than an hour and they're going to look at me and going, we're bored. What are you going to do? But the golden nugget was great because Fremont street was amazing. It was awesome for the first couple trips to have that as part of the trip, um, experiencing Fremont for some of the first times. And, and then from there going over and experiencing summer league, it was a great balance of Vegas to summer league and, and something else, which is cool to come to Vegas for something that's other than just coming to party other than just being to Vegas. Yeah. Absolutely. I got to say, Steve J you nailed it on the head there. A couple of teenage kids running around being silly. And you guys were awesome. You yeah, had it was a great time. You found a lot of fun. We did. We did find fun. <laughs> wandering, we bored, that's for sure. Wandering through the upstairs rooms, or not the rooms, oh well, yeah, the rooms at uh, at Binion's. Yep. Yes. Stumbled upon a final table of some poker tournament. Yeah, some poker tournament. Just Not supposed to be there, I'm sure. I mean, we had to cross through ropes to get out. We right. did not cross through ropes to find ourselves there. <laughs> yeah, someone forgot to lock a door. Yeah. Well, that's the great thing about Vegas, because you never know who's supposed to be where. And you can just wander around. And you guys did. You just, you, you know, man, nobody's really supposed to be anywhere. Just totally, dude. So, okay. And, and Evan Bayless was the, the first round pick. Not yes. really. Yeah, he was. His name's Jared Bayless. Jared Bayless. Evan Bayless. Who's Evan Bayless? Nobody. He's the tight end for the yeah, Ducks. He was. I much preferred Evan Bayless to Jared Bayless. And so that's. That's no, one of those Jared f- Bayless was a fun pick that year. Freudian uh, slip. He was. Went to, went, went to St. Mary's uh, High School in Phoenix. I got to see him my freshman year. Like Kicked the absolute crack out, crap out of my high school. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, but it was just like big buzz that everybody knew that he was going to be going to Arizona. So at the high school level, it's a big deal, especially for basketball, well-known basketball school. So him going to uh, Arizona was also fun. We had... Mr. Skews, as a big fan. Yeah, he's he's U of A. You've heard him on the podcast before. He's a regular on the pod. Well, yeah, yeah we're going to get him back. But yeah, he's U of A. Whoever goes there is, is just the greatest. So. Yeah, he, he's always lended his perspective. Okay. Ooh. To, uh, to the Juby clan when it comes to Arizona and Arizona players, which has helped grow a kinship, you know. And also, a big th- shout out to Ryan Skews. He's always taken the duck dominance extremely well and i really got to say that that is the life force of uh of his friendship to our family he is he's yeah i mean and there's a there's a really respectful rivalry there because we do give him a lot of props when like this next year u of a should be awesome in basketball a lot of of the ducks have wandered away yeah you know gone to the nba that's why we're here you know we're watching dylan brooks do you mean the ducks have waddled away Okay. Perhaps. Perhaps. 
Pops. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but Dylan Brooks. Bazinga. Okay, that's not a bazinga. Oh. <laughs> Dylan Dylan Brooks. Uh Tyler Dorsey. Jordan Bell. Jordan Bell. Dylan Ennis. Dylan Ennis. And we did see a Boucher sighting. He's in sweats and wandering around. Did yeah, you mention looked, Elgin Cook? No, and Elgin Cook. Who miraculously we didn't that's something we didn't research at all, but uh what Elgin Cook has been doing for the past year. No, I don't know. He's listed as a rookie. So he could have easily gone overseas. It wouldn't have been a bad choice for him. Yeah. I'm not sure. He didn't get drafted. So he would have been free agent anyways, ended up on a practice squad. So I'm sure that's what he was doing. Yeah. Also, Joe Young is here. Yep. Somewhere. We haven't watched any of his games or seen him. Uh, I didn't even realize that he was here. But he's, yeah, for Indiana. He's another player. Yeah. He's a little uh, a little sad these days because his buddy from Indiana got traded away. Yeah. But we won't go into that, Joe. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Jared Bayless, our first year going, was a really big buzz getting to run into him and see him. Um, an interesting thing, that first year of Jared Bayless, also in 2008, um, pretty sure that was Steph Curry's first year in the league. Yep. Uh, in his, his rookie season. And an interesting thing is we were sitting there watching. No. It wasn't, or was that in 2000? That was with Damien. That was 2012? Yeah. Right. That okay. was 2012. Well, so, I mean, Jerry Bayless is cool. He, he was, um, what did he end up? He ended up being he did, a rookie. He, he, yeah. did, he did well that year, did he not, Adam? Uh, yeah. So back then, uh, in 2008, he actually had 28 points and 4.4 rebounds per game. So, I mean, he dominated. He and, did. He, he, he dominated. And that was fun. The first time we were there, there's a Blazer that really was playing really well. And it was a better player than I thought he was. Yeah. So that was really a lot of fun. I, I felt like he overachieved or he did more than what I thought he was going to accomplish that yeah, year. Yeah. Well, he's one of those players. And, and again, the more you're into the NBA and watch this over a lot of years, you see guys that come in and, you know, he's a six foot four kind of off guard. He wasn't really a point guard. He didn't handle the ball all that well. But he, what I remember about him is is he was just fearless going to the rim, and he was, he had the quickness, and he could elevate, and it was just kind of amazing to watch him. But he's one of those guys. Once he got in the league, and he's had a good career. Yeah, he hasn't. I think he's still playing. He definitely is. But I think his longevity in the league, he's developed as a professional, where his tenacity is so much of what made him great and got him to the NBA in the first place. Him attacking the rim so hard in summer league. I even recall him hitting the deck a few times yeah, just because he's throwing himself up at the basket. But you cannot do that as a point guard in the NBA and expect to have a long career. You're going to have too many injuries. You're going to get slowed down. You're going to be a liability by your play style. There's not a lot of guys who can do that. There's not a lot of guys who are Russell Westbrook with that type of body who can endure that night in and night out. So I think that that goes to show, I mean, he's a smart basketball player, but I mean, as a player of the year in summer league, averaging that amount and then just being a journeyman, which, you know, no, like well, talking down to journeymen in the yeah no it's, I mean, that just proves that you're a really good player the exactly. leagues are full of them you're still and, amazing but the thing the always the knock on him is he couldn't shoot he did not have an outside shot so and that's where the next time we came when 2012 we watched damian lillard oh. in his and this is a totally unknown guy unless you're from utah mm-hmm. you know because it's he was not known that much throughout the nba 
And the Blazers drafted him number one overall, or number one for them, which was, I think, well, we didn't look that up. Like an eighth, I think. Yeah, it, was, it, was for, it was for certain. It was a lottery. Yeah, it was top 10. He was top 10. Right, because uh, Leonard was 11th. 11th, yeah. I believe it. So they had two They had two draft picks in the top 11. It might have been sixth. And Lillard showed up, and he's had a chip on his shoulder for forever because he came out of Oakland. Right. And, you know, he wasn't really highly recruited. And he had a great college career, four years. Right. Weber State. Weber State. And is it Weber or Weber? Weber. Weber? Like Chris Weber? Exactly. Chris Weber State. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I don't think he one. has anything to do with that. But anyway, so he shows up at Summer League and he just dominates. And he's making threes and he's driving to the rim. And we're watching this guy going, okay, I think maybe O'Shea got it right there. You know, it's the funny thing about it is that Damian Lillard just makes it seem effortless. And he did ever <laughs> since like the beginning. You know, he just honestly you watch him shoot the ball and it's like he's a flick of the wrist and, you know, from three foot behind the three point line. Yeah. He, he well, he's just a tremendous athlete. Yeah. And that was so much fun to watch him. And, you know, he was uh, the MVP. Yeah. Ended up being the MVP there. The uh, co-MVP, actually. I think there was someone else and I don't remember. And it's somebody that doesn't matter to us. So we're going to forget about it. Yeah, actually, it's I, I recall that someone that doesn't, uh, isn't still in the league. Yeah. Which so, is isn't it a Meeks? Mm, Jody uh, Meeks? I don't believe so. No. Or but Kemba it's, Walker. I just mentioned it because of the fact check people that are out there fact checking everything. Kemba Walker. Mm, right. Well, if they are, they can know Kem- that he scored Kemba- 26.5 points that year in the summer league and 5.3 assists, four rebounds. That's very solid stats. Thanks. It was. And just, he is. I he, looked it up fast on my phone. He is the backbone of the Blazers right now. Yeah, I mean, the Blazers had really, really good summer league that year. Uh, Myers Leonard coming in as uh, another first-round pick and watching him and just not knowing exactly what type of player he is. And then come to find out, you know, that watching still him don't know. For, for, <laughs> for these many years, we still have no idea what exactly he's going to develop into or his specialty is. But I don't. I don't think that either of those things uh, have him having a specialty or him developing are necessarily going to happen. Right. Um, but it was. It was a blast. Uh, now. Now I can tell our Steph Curry story because in 2012, exactly, while we were watching one of the last games, we just like looked back behind us and Steph Curry was just sitting back there. It was like one other player with him and a couple of girls sitting next to him as well. And I just remember thinking like. Wow, that guy's small. He looks so young. He's small and he looked like he was 14. Yeah. 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 And we wondered, you know, why this 14-year-old boy. Why was he even there? Well, why he he was there. Was he getting hurt? But also, what are these girls looking for? I mean, my God. I mean, this this kid. Yeah, they're just there to get to his dad or something, you know? Well, and the other interesting thing about that is there were some people on Fremont Street that year. There were some girls. Yep. Oh, yeah. That had the the thrill of their life. They actually had a chance to meet an NBA player. Uh-huh. He was a point guard for the Blazers. No, that was the, now that's 2008. Right. No, that was 2008. But we're walking down Fremont street and these four girls come walking up and they're talking to my, we struck up a conversation. Really good looking. They sons. looked like they were having fun. And I think we wanted to see why. Well, I, I, know, well, I know why they were having a good time. They, uh, they, they had things on their head. That yeah, said, they, they had dicks across their head. and uh, It was a bachelorette party. It was a bachelorette, bachelorette party. party. We a bachelorette to investigate party. is all I'm saying. 
So the boys struck up a conversation with these girls and they're asking why we're there. And we said, well, we came for summer league. Of course, they had no idea what it was. And very quickly, the conversation went to the fact that, you know, I have one son that's six, three and one that's five, 10 and the five, 10 one was an NBA point guard and they bought it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They had and no idea. didn't even realize we were selling it. No, no, we weren't selling it to begin with, but they started buying it and you guys started selling it really hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Adam, what is it like to be a starting point guard for an NBA team at summer league in Las Vegas? Um, I, you know, a little underwhelming. Um, it wasn't what I quite thought it was going to be. Uh, but I, uh, I enjoyed myself. It was a good experience, you know, good life lessons. Um, okay. Let me, let me, let me tell you what the hell this guy's talking about. <laughs> we end up in this girl's hotel room with her mom passed out because keep in mind, we're both over, we're 21 and Adam's like 23, right? No, I'm like 20 and Adam's 22. So this is 2008. 2008. You 2008. guys are both kids. You're 17. Oh, shit. Okay. So this 19. Anyways, this girl's like 18 years old. So she, yeah. she's the same age as us, and she's a, supposedly getting married to the love of her life, whatever. Her mom is, because she can't have her own hotel room, right. same, you know, same as us. Her mom is passed out on one of the beds with like just cocks like drawn all over her. Oh, yeah. All over her. By, her. by her daughter. By her daughter, because she passed out early. So... We we end up we end up playing beer pong and Adam doesn't make a cup the entire time. Not a single cup. And so these this girl is either just dumb or drunk. I think she's just dumb. We convince her that you know when your teammate trolls, you also troll. So you can either get underneath the table or you have to run the fl- the hallway naked. It's one of the two options. And. Um, for some reason she didn't like that immediately meant that she was not getting under the table and she was definitely getting naked, but Adam naked. And I think she just jumped at the chance. Yeah. That she exactly. So definitely wanted to. So they get naked and they start move by your part. They they start, they start running down the hall. Yeah. Cause she made plenty of cups. Adam didn't make a cup. Adam. No one wanted to see me just walk or run down the naked. You, You don't. So they get naked and we get them into the hallway and they start running. Now, I just can't help but think of what I would do in that situation if I was Adam. My teammate is now naked with me. We have a kinship. We have a connection. You know, this is real. Yeah. It was this, par- is, this is tangible. It was. You could feel it in the air. Right. You, We're you, going being, through it together. Being a good you know, teammate. Yeah, exactly. You, 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 have, you have a bond here. Right. I would think that you would want to nurture that bond and see if it could grow into something beautiful. Like, you know. Okay. Enough. Ruin, enough. Ruin. enough. <laughs> Growing so, nature. Yeah. We get it. So we say go for them to run the hallway because obviously like as soon as they pass the room, we're just going to lock the door and make sure they're locked into the hallway. Of course. But I find it very interesting that Adam takes off and just is full, get, like making, creating a lot of distance full away from sprint. this other girl. A lot of distance. I would think you may want to sit back, watch, enjoy, have fun with it. You know, maybe like tackle her, fall down, something like that. But no, you just sprints. And takes off. Well, I wasn't losing that race. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay, there's different ways to lose a race. Well, I, saw, I think what, I had a, I had what Zach good, is trying to say... I had a good view going is, back. ...is you lost that race. It's like Baywatch. It was just it was incredible. I don't know if she was that endowed. Okay, so we're back to the basketball. <laughs> so these are some of the experiences. And by the way, you guys did have your own room. As a matter of fact, I was in a different tower. 
Yeah. The gold yeah. tower. I was in the rush tower. Rush tower. We were in the gold. You tower. were in the gold tower. That's right. Gold tower is like. So okay, I told you guys that it was going to be a lot of fun, and it was NBA, and you're a basketball fan. But I also told you that the hotel was going to be pretty cool, and they had an awesome swimming pool. So do you remember the first time you walked out and saw the pool? I mean, yes. Yes, it was beautiful, and it had sharks in it and a water slide. Okay, so that was a lot of fun. Yeah. And then in 2012, we spent time in the upstairs pool. Right. And, you know, Zach was the only one that wasn't 21, but he looked 21, so we got him drinks anyway. Right. They didn't really worry about that too much. Um, but the, the, the basketball was amazing, and, you know, uh, we, again, were able to watch the MVP of the, the league on our favorite team, um, Damian Lillard, and I think that that solidified our love for summer league and, and made sure that it was something that we would always want to keep track of and, and even come back whenever we were available. Yeah. And Lillard going on to win uh, rookie of the year mm-hmm. that year. And then the following year, 2013, we get CJ McCollum. CJ. Now, now Adam and I came to that one. Exactly. I, I was very jealous of that one, but that, it was, I just remember the stoke level of, and the kind of the mystique becoming of summer league because we went, you know, we, we went a year and we watched kind of a no name out hustle everybody and become player of, uh, of summer league, you right. know, the MVP of summer league with Bayless. And then Lillard's like, okay, well, boom, we've been here twice now. And for the Blazers, we have like, we can, we can draft, we can get the right players. And, but this time he goes on to win rookie of the year. So now it's what another small time school who went off against Duke and, you know, in the in the tournament and beats them at, at, a, at a small school. It has a lot of buzz heading into it. And you guys got to experience that one. Yeah, I think that it, it made it for me when when CJ was drafted, you know, yeah, it was oh, another guard that we have never really heard about or isn't a huge hype. And he went four years to a smaller school. But because Damian Lillard did what he did the year before, that's what made it. I think believable. I made well, it. Well, I remember the day of the draft to do what he did. and watching it in the front room and, and it was high fives. They took McCollum I was afraid of some of the players they may take. Mm-hmm. And you know, he, he is a stud, you know, they're both totally different guys. And in some ways they're different players in some ways there's similar similarities, but they're both just amazing to watch when they get hot. They're as good as anybody in the league. Oh yeah, they are. Yeah. I think that that's been stated you know, multiple times we were sitting in summer league yesterday and there was a big thing that came on the, you know, big screen that was guards, the best guards against each other. Um, I believe the Blazers were playing and well, the tandems. Yeah. Some of the best guard tandems in the league. Exactly. So it was, you know, CJ and Dame versus, you know, Clay and, and Curry. And that was, you know, a big, uh, big rivalry between them. And it was trying to create something, but it, you know, if you're getting put up against those two guys, you, easily are some of the best in the league. Well, I think that they're as good as anybody when it comes to the offensive end. Now, the defensive end, another story. Yeah. That's where they lose that battle against Curry and and Thompson because Thompson is an amazing defender. And neither one of – the CJ is a good defender, and Lillard's working on it. (laughs) He needs to get better. That's for sure. It's been his knock for a while, but, you know, I think you see some slow improvements. So – um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was a lot of fun being there for, uh, for CJ and 
was really cool because that year after we watched uh, one of his games, he was actually out in the hallways doing autographs. And yeah. I ended up getting him to sign my hat, my Trailblazer hat that I was wearing. Still yeah. have it. Do you remember what you asked him? I asked him if he was excited to play next to Damian Lillard. And uh, he said, yeah, me too. Or I told him I was excited to yeah. see him play next to Damian Lillard. He said, yeah, me too. Well, okay. Now, the, the next thing I, I want to bring up is, okay, that's 2012. 13, that, right? With CJ? 13. Yep. 2013. Okay. So now it's 2017. We haven't been back since. And the difference in the number of people that are here is absolutely amazing. It's incredible. It's, I mean, I think we heard that about three years ago is actually when it exploded. Um, but the volume of people has more than quadrupled. Oh, it's, yeah, they're filling Thomas and Mac. Yeah. They have games that are sold out. I don't remember being at a game in all the years that we came prior to this that there were really anybody sitting, unless you were, you know, one of the executives and you see people sitting up higher at Thomas and Mac. And they were with a team. Yeah, they were a coach or a scout or, the, you know, they they weren't there as a fan. I always try to look at those people that were sitting by themselves or all up high and just to see if I knew of that face or if it was. Because we always sat within the first 10 rows. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're going to go, why not? Well, yeah, because there was no one else. Right. But now it's there's just so we're many people in the second story. And because it's it, it really is truly a great event. Oh, yeah. And if you're a basketball fan. And even the Cox Pavilion, the Cox Pavilion is is attached to Thomas and Mac, and they're simply a concession area in between them. But it's more like a high school gym. And to be able to sit in there and, and watch a game, you know, I don't know what you would spend to go to an NBA game to be able to have those kind of seats. A lot of money. Oh, yeah. And when we first started coming, it was $20, and you could go in for the day. And there would be eight games. This year, it's $30. So it hasn't gone up that much. And you can go in and watch as many games as you want. And there's six or eight games every day. And between the, the Cox Pavilion and Thomas and Mac, you can walk back and forth between the number of people that have shown up now. And, you know, LA is so close. And Zach, you know, you flew for what, 82 bucks? Yeah. It was under a hundred bucks. You know, it's, it's not expensive to get here and mm, to be able to that see. That definitely your, showed with how many LA your, fans showed up. Exactly. To see your team and to watch these young players, this is the way it should be. I mean, there it should be packed. There should be people here. I think we all expected it when yeah. we came before. I think we talked about how cool it was and how it should be something that was bigger. And it was only a matter of time until it actually happened. I can't wait to have some sort of player. I mean, I guess summer league, you get all of the great draft picks. But I just have a feeling at some point with its popularity growing, there's going to be some player who does has a great summer league or has an amazing dunk or an amazing move or something that's going to cause a lot of attention to him uh, where he otherwise wouldn't have had it and cause for uh, maybe getting onto a team or bouncing around onto a team, whether it be a D-League player who's coming out or just somebody who doesn't have a lot of buzz because there's going to be so many more eyes watching on summer league. You know, yeah. that somebody's going to want to take a chance. It's becoming a much bigger platform for teams. I think that, you know, just with social media or just fans in general, being able to talk about it more. Obviously, it's been a big farm for the the franchises and even overseas teams. 
being able to well, come and, in and, and that's the interesting story when you start looking at this because there's every one of these guys and they fill out the teams you have one or two draft picks and then maybe you have a player or two that was drafted last year for these teams so maybe you have roster players three maybe four and you have to fill out the other 12 or 15 players and these are all guys that either have come from overseas played overseas i mean we watched nick johnson arizona excuse shout out to you again and he's a good player yeah i mean he can play was, but who knows what where he is i was talking to zach i actually hope that he does play more this game i'm sure he will with Connaughton not being in the game but i'm excited for that because i think that he's he is actually a, a solid point guard and i think he's gonna help there's just on every team there's a bunch of players that are quality basketball players and some play over, you know, in Europe, some play in China, some play in the G League now. I still prefer the D League because it makes sense to me, the developmental league. Yeah, it's all about money. Yeah. So Wait, is, so there's not, I thought there was like a new league called the G League. No, it's, it's Gatorade. Just, it's just changing the name. They're just renaming the D League. Yeah, it's Gatorade. So I like Gatorade. I know, so do I. I wish we had some Gatorade. That'd be nice. I would choose Fierce Melon. I love Fierce Melon. And I'd pour it over some of our dirty ice. There's nothing wrong with our ice. So, okay, so now it's really good basketball, and there's a lot of really good players. Now, this year, the Blazers had uh, two first-round picks, and Zach Collins. Oh, yeah. And Schwenigan. Caleb Schwenigan. Caleb Schwenigan out of Purdue. Schwen. So that's what who've been wa- we've been watching, and and we came for you know Layman and Connaughton. We thought they would be the difference. Okay, these are a second and third year player for the Blazers, and and they're going to be in contention to win the league, and we're going to watch these guys dominate. Oh yeah, we were excited. Oh, they suck! My God, yeah, Talk we were wrong. Ghosts. They were horrible. I, you know, it just looked like they weren't. The confidence level wasn't there. They just weren't coming in ready. Like they, they felt like they could do it. You have the confidence or you have the ability and it carries you through a bad start. Right. You know, a player that misses his first five shots, but he knows he's good and he's going to play it within the game. He's going to get his points. Things are going to happen. And at the end of the game, it's solid. Okay. He does whatever it needs to, to, to do to, to contribute to his team. And what I saw from Lehman and Connaughton is they went out and they started missing their shots initially. And it's like, okay, so they miss their shots, but they'd miss a shot and they'd hang their head and they'd kind of just go, oh, and instead of running down to the other end and making a great defensive play or, or doing something to offset the fact that they were cold coming out, they didn't do that. And these aren't rookies. These aren't guys that for the first time are against this kind of competition. And that's what disappointed me the most. And it just continued. I mean, Lehman just struggled in the first game and struggled in the second game. And then in the third game, the one that we watched, he disappeared. I don't remember him touching the ball in the first quarter. Yeah, he's just missing a few shots. What it comes down to is there's no one who's leading that team. Uh, If anybody, I guess, is a leader, I would say maybe Swanigan. Um, He's been the best player, that's for sure. Well, yeah, he's been the best. And being the best player or the best performing player doesn't make you the leader of the team. No, no, you're right. But they are, they're definitely missing an essence of leadership and somebody taking charge. And that's what really comes about when you do not have 
consistency scoring or the ability to bounce back. They seem like the type of guys who become empowered by their teammates when they make good decisions, but without somebody driving that, they just end up hanging their hand and hanging their head. That's also an essence of summer league when you go and watch it. Um, I mean, this year you have so many players who are now hurt, and it really makes me think, I mean, really how hurt are you? How seriously are you going to take summer league? You know, Jason Tatum is absolutely dominating, but you also see a different effort when he was playing opposed to the effort that I would watch uh, from Justin Jackson or the um, effort seen by Subin, another player that I've watched in the last two days. Right. Well, and, and that's that's the thing is nobody's going to risk anybody. If you have a little tweak, if for some reason you have something that doesn't feel absolutely right with the elite players, they're pulling them out. Alonzo Ball, right? they pulled him out. Fultz, Brandon Ingram. Ingram. Uh, Connaughton. Collins. Ham- hamstring. Collins. He felt something in his thigh. And, and you just go down the list. And, and I totally get that. You know, because this is a developmental thing. You know, this is a an experience for these guys getting a chance to play with, you know, against some better quality. And then you have the guys that come in that have played overseas. I mean, Ike Diagu right. was here. And I think he played for, what, Arizona State in the 80s? <laughs> well, I mean, a, oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, this is the sixth year participating in Summer League. Okay, at least. But the fact is, is you have these guys that are regulars on some of the leagues overseas or, you know, in, in the G League. And they're good players. They're really good players. And they come in. And, you know, they're going to they're gonna gut it out. Uh, they, they could have torn hamstrings, and they're going to keep playing because this is their chance. This is a showcase for them. Right. It all depends on who it is that gets injured. Exactly. If you're a first-round draft pick and, you know, it, you cut your fingernail a little short with the Clippers, okay, you're out, you know. <laughs> oh, man. And the other thing, too, is our two players, our two draft picks are centers for the most part, although – I think Schwenigan is going to be maybe a, a four. But this is a guard-driven league, the summer league. Yeah. The stars are normally guards. I agree. And, and I think that you're going to find that whoever wins the MVP this year is going to be a guard. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of consistency with the guards dominating because guards is a position that you can really expose somebody who doesn't have as much skill as you. You can easily get a step on them, break down the defense, and then toss up your shots. And you don't have nearly as quality rim protectors on the whole i'd say i'd say you're on point with that you know steve J. thanks yeah so again this has been really a fun experience we've had trevor the red you know for for our podcast fans that remember vegas with trevor the red he has enjoyed vegas summer league for the first time with us he came and hung out with us and one of the gutsiest moves i've ever seen he went to summer league and ordered the chili cheese fries now you don't do that if you don't have some Cajones. Yeah. You just don't you just don't walk into a place like Thomas they and Mac. They look good too. They weren't even that bad. Thomas and Mac and you just go chili cheese fries please. And they just delivered. Wow, he nailed it. They were ready. And he ate most of it. You know, speaking of food, something that's been a staple uh for us in yeah, NBA we need, Summer League. We need food to live. So go Correct. ahead. Correct. Yep. Yeah. We do um should eat every day. I've yeah. never gotten food from staples. Uh well, they're missing out. Um, but 
if uh, if you're ever in Vegas and going to the Summer League or just in Vegas in general, you should go to Naked City Pizza. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Naked City Pizza. Name drop. They may not have all the items on the menu. They may not have a menu present. They may not be able to get the homeless guy to leave. But if you can get some food to your table... It's really good. It's going to be and, really, really tasty. Yeah. Jeremy was telling us that it just it, it doesn't always work there. They don't always have everything they should have. Like but, pepperoni and cheese. Right. But he admitted that the food that you do get is going to be very good. So Naked City Pizza, a place to hit. And also, you know, I don't think Hooters has been a bad deal here. I honestly feel this is the spot we should go. It's just convenient as far as location, getting to the games. It's easy, fast, effective. I think the only thing which still isn't a negative is that we've had to eat at Hooters for the last four days. Yeah, it's yeah, and you get the orange shorts and the the shirts and yeah, okay. So now the other thing is now we've gone. This will be our third day going to the games. Yeah, day three, day three. So we've seen some good basketball. It's been a lot of fun. Oh yeah, but also last night when we came back. The boys tried out the pool. Now, we must admit that if you go on the website for Hooters, they're going to have a waterfall. It's not here. It's not here. So there, if you, if there's you come, no waterfall. If we, you, we looked. If you come for the waterfall, you're going to be disappointed. But we did play volleyball, garbage can. Beer pong. Beer pong. That was a lot of fun. They do have some good games out there by the pool. The games. The games were good. The games were good. I think you're just bringing that up because you won every single Every time. single game. And I also, I won with Trevor the Red, who's not the most athletic person that you'll he, ever find. Yeah, well, he carried me. Then. But he he did. He kept you in the games. A couple when, of games. When Zach and I just Word. trounced you guys. Yeah. it was. And it was then bad. you two went, you know what, Dad, you're not going to win every game. We got this. Go down there with Trevor, and we're going to school you. We're going to show you how this is going to really work. And I think you still had three garbage cans when we made our last shot. That might have happened. I don't really remember. I do. No. Okay. He's never going to forget. No. How can I? It's summer league. Why would you? Why should I? Exactly. Okay. So, and we're going tonight after the podcast here, we're going to head over and watch the Blazers against the Bulls. The Bulls. Yep. They have uh, Denzel Valentine and Laurie Markinen. Also, Laurie. Lowry, Mark, Lowry. Lowry, another Arizona guy. Uh, yep. Skews. Shout out to Skews. Okay. Oh, man, he should be here right now, buddy. Really? Yeah, he should. Yeah. No. And also, I don't know if Aaron listens to the podcast. From time to time, I'm sure. So, hey, but shout, out to, <laughs> shout out to Aaron. <laughs> he's He he hit us up last night, so hey, you know, Paige. next year. Next year, he, guys. I hope he's here next year. Next year, I'm going, guys. And we... Adam tried to talk him into going, I don't know, for the last six months. He he will be here. Eventually. So, Aaron, if you're listening to this, this is really a fun time. We miss you. Uh, all right. So, okay. I think we're uh, kind of winding down on this one. This is Summer League. And uh, thanks, Zach, for being on the podcast again. Well, you know, it's a pleasure. It's an honor. Always, always fun with you around. And I must, I must say that Zach is one of our critics that just nails it with his... With his thoughts and his insight, he listens to all the podcasts and he gives us a ton of feedback and it's always appreciated. Yeah, you know, I, I like to um, I like to call out all the little nitpicky things that they do um, and get to say that it's out of love when it's just the opportunity to uh, talk shit. 
it really brings a lot of joy into my week. So I, I really appreciate you guys for doing what you're doing. Oh, man, sure. we are here for you so much. You know, just hearing you say that just warms my heart. Yeah, it's just it's it it is a special special moment for me as well. Yeah, since I'm you know kind of the old person in the group. No, the person that most of that's aimed towards. Well, I don't know about that. No, I mean, he he loves his brother. Well, he loves you, and it's always good. But I totally there's forgot a lot what of we're love. talking about it. Yeah, I'm so lost in this conversation. Well, and moment. we should be, and that's the whole idea is to just talk in circles and tell people they don't have any idea what we're talking about. But what we're talking about is summer league. And we've had a really good time. And Check it this out. Probably didn't make a lot of sense because, again, you have to remember, we all started at pretty close to a seven. Yep. And I've had a couple of drinks since, and so this Towards, couldn't have made any sense. Yeah. There's good luck if anyone really was able to follow this. Well, you I see, why I say good luck at the end. Summer league is great. You know, you walk in and there's just a lot of people around, and they're all there to watch basketball, and they're uh, they're there. They might see other people who are there to watch basketball. And people who need people are the luckiest people in the world. Because there's lots of people around. Absolutely. Especially at some I'm stopping this right now because I'm getting a headache. So, Zach, once again, thank you for being on our podcast again. It's great having you on and great spending uh, the last few days with you. It's been wonderful. Yeah, it's really uh, been a great time getting to hang out with you guys here in Nevada. Yeah, the, the the big Las Vegas. The big Las Vegas. We can see Excalibur big, from uh, outside. The big LV. We do have window. a pretty decent view, considering. Yeah, it's pretty good. We spent $30 a night for the room. Yeah, it's legitimately the Facebook. best view I've ever seen, I've ever had in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I've got to say that I agree with that. Yeah. And I've stayed almost everywhere. Uh-huh. Adam, yeah. once again, nailed it. Hmm. Stats, left and right. You were the man. It's pulling them out of everywhere. You know, you really covered for TJC not being around. So you were able to, you know, you phoned the hell out of this thing pulled with up. what you were able to, to find and well, bring up. Well, what, I, you what you really found is Adam applied analytics actively. Oh, very nice. Absolutely. I love an, analytics in, in sports. I just do. I truly do. Mm. So we're going to call this a podcast. Thanks for listening. Hopefully you don't have too big a headache right now. Appreciate it, guys. Yeah, never forget Juby's Juke gestures joyfully. And there are going to be more perspectives.
so I can come and join their raid. We'll walk around this land with open hands, looking for change. We'll want to understand this progression we have at hand. Humanity is killing wheat, for this we will not stand. I say let's progress in good contest. Make conference, then love our best. Our onslaught of love will be at an all-time high. Crashing like waves on some ponderosa pines. Our love that makes no sense. We who spend love at no expense. We are a force of passion. Create a new faction. Taking action, working hard just for the satisfactions. With the abilities to shine so bright that others want to fight. Because our light is in their eyes. Ladies and gentlemen, we are the skies. Don't remain mystified by their lies. And trust us, for we will teach you how to be true. Teach you how to speak the truth. Always stand here and listen to you. No longer hinder, for love is the spark. And we are its tender. We are the good ones. The good ones of today. 